I'm Marnie Nesher, publisher of the Central New York Business Journal, and would like to welcome everyone to our latest CNY Business Journal interview series. Continues to stay up to date by reviewing our website daily at cnybj.com regarding the news and impact that the coronavirus is having on all businesses in Central New York. Now I'd like to welcome Teresa Kenjemi, president and owner of Medicare Made Simple, woman-owned business located in Brewerton. Teresa, thanks for joining me. Hi, Marnie. Thank you for inviting me. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. And I'm glad you and I have finally connected. We had a little bit of technical difficulties at first, but we've got it. And that's all that is important at this point, right? So right. Let's, let's dive right in and get started. If you would tell us, there are many people out there who are still unfamiliar with you and your business. Would you share with us what Medicare Made Simple is? So I'm the president and owner of Medicare Made Simple. I am a woman-owned business, and I started Medicare Made Simple. I started actually as an independent agent in 2008, and approximately in 2012, I um, created an LLC, and uh, so that my company is called Medicare Made Simple LLC. My website is mymedicaremadesimple.com. So as an independent, um, I'm you'll ask me the question later, but um, referred to uh, as an independent agent. And, but I am also a Medicare specialist. So what I do is I help people uh, who are of Medicare eligibility age, which is age 65 and older, or some people also qualify for Medicare because of a disability, and help them understand what Medicare is, how it works, what the different plans are that they have to choose from, and I dive in with those different plans to help people understand what their options are and how to go about picking their Medicare plan. Um, so let me interrupt you. If I can interrupt you for a second, tell me how do those services work then? It, are you getting paid by the client or by the provider? So I, when somebody enrolls in a Medicare plan, it could be a Medicare Advantage plan, a Medicare supplement, or a prescription drug plan, I get paid by the insurance company that that person is enrolling in. Uh, so I receive a commission from that insurance company. I'm, I'm not fee-based. Um, and when, um, so when people come to me, and uh, that's usually one of the questions that they ask is they want to know how I get paid. Um, and it's so easy to uh, work with me. My clients uh, call me and have coined me the Medicare lady, so I've used it for my tagline. But uh, I enjoy working with people who are Medicare eligible age because it, it reminds me of, of uh, uh, I call it coffee talk. You know, when I was younger, sitting with my grandparents, uh, sitting at their kitchen table, and, you know, they were talking about uh, what it was like when they were growing up and you know, learn, they taught us about the depression and the simple life and um, the, you know, the, uh, you know, the, what's, uh, how to treat people, uh, their stories of growing up, uh, what, what, you know, the difference between right and wrong. And so I just loved my grandparents growing up. We learned so much from them. Uh, and the um, I find that when I work with my clients, they have taught me how how they want to work with me, how they uh, what matters most to them. So, for example, when I first started, 
uh, as a Medicare specialist and would meet with people. I, I was enrolled with one company and I started there and I learned what Medicare was all about and what that, the benefits of that plan were and then how to present that to people. But as my business grew and I'm over 11 years in business now, um, what my clients taught me was and what mattered to them was they, they wanted options, they wanted choices. So as I became more fluent in what I was doing, I added companies. So I offer a Medicare Advantage plans, Medicare supplements, and prescription drug plans from approximately about 10 different insurance carriers. And as I'm talking to my clients and we're going through, I always start with educating them about what original Medicare is, which is part A and part B. And that's what you get from the federal government when you sign up for benefits. So I call that getting into the system. And you sign up for benefits through Social Security, the Social Security Administration. That website is ssa.gov. You don't sign up for benefits with Medicare, which sounds counterproductive, but all this, the signing up and getting into the system is through the Social Security Administration. So we start there. I'll take phone calls from people who call me and just initially they think that they're just asking me a question, but by the time, a half hour goes by, I've engaged them in a conversation, educating them about what they should be doing, how to start, how to educate themselves, where to get the information. And then they're sharing their address with me, their website. Oh, I, I need to talk to you when I turn 65 in four or five or six months or next year or two years, and I'll definitely call you. And, and I always make sure and ask my clients, do I have your permission or potential clients? Do I have your permission to call you back? Can we connect? And always thank them for the business that they do with me or any referrals that they offer. So what matters to, to my clients most when I first started is, and then through the years, starting a business and actually listening to your clients are two different things and what they, what they want. They've taught me that they don't want one plan, they want choices. And, that, and, and how I learned that is because they ended up going to my competition. <laughs> there was their friend, brother, or relative said, oh, I have somebody that I worked with and they're offering a different plan, let me go see what they have to offer. And I thought to myself, wait a minute, that doesn't have to happen. If they're wanting options and different information, I could be the person that provides that to them. And that's how, through the years, I, I offered and got up to 10 plans. But they also shared their stories with me. They shared, um, you know, their, and I don't ask, but they share their healthcare concerns, that they want dental, vision, or hearing, that they, they have an appointment coming up and they need dentures or they need a root canal. Or they might tell me a story, we might get into a story about their life and listening to again what matters most to them and if you listen you can understand really what they're looking for uh, and they're looking really to trust the person that they're working with and you do that through connections and, and to be and honestly helping people with what their needs are not with what my needs are but what what they're looking for in a healthcare plan and, I, and again, just coming full circle, I, I love their stories and I love just meeting with people because it's, it reminds me of the kitchen talk with table talk with my grandparents. It's, it's heartwarming.
So, so tell us about what would be some of the biggest misconceptions people have about Medicare. The biggest misconception is that they don't start early enough. A lot of times they'll get a call and somebody is a couple weeks away from turning age 65 and they haven't applied for their Medicare Part A or B, A or B benefits uh, through social, the Social Security Administration, which they can do by going down there personally or signing up online, again, with SSA.gov, you know, they could do it online. So they, they don't start early enough. So what is starting early? What does that mean? And starting early really is maybe even up to a year before starting to educate yourself. Um, the government website, Social Security or SSA.gov, the website, has under um, on the on the top navigation bars way over to the right there's uh, a drop down uh, the Medicare and you book they can pick that up or get it electronically and that will tell gives you a lot of information about how Medicare works when to enroll what the advantage plans and the supplements and the prescription drug plans are all about people need to be careful and cautious of the lifetime late enrollment penalties it's a huge misconception I don't believe Medicare does a great job notifying people that these late enrollment penalties exist because I would say 70% of the people I talk to are like, what are you talking about a lifetime late enrollment penalty? Or I heard about that, but I'm not sure how it works. Or the prescription drug gap or donut hole. Geez, um, my friend, relative, or neighbor told me about that, but I know a little bit about it, something it has to do with prescriptions, and if I'm not careful, I'll end up paying a lot more money. That's mostly what they say. So the first part of whether I'm teaching at BOCES, uh, a class on Medicare principles is the name of the class, or sometimes I'll teach at Nature Time in their community room. Uh, one of the first things, or even if I go online on Zoom, some people want to meet by Zoom because of COVID, uh, or more, a little bit more people, or a little, um, how I should say, as we're coming, coming out of COVID a little bit more. I mean, we started in through March through May. Uh, we were heavy into it, but we're in the month of June now. And as we're kind of almost coming out of it, there are some people that say, I want to meet face to face. So whether it's by Zoom or face to face, I, I do both. Uh, where I start, is always educating the Medicare eligibles, again, about how Medicare works, uh, what are the late enrollment penalties, how to stay out of the prescription drug gap or donut hold, I define it and what it is, what their three options with Medicare are, and then we dig into it and look at the different plans about how to go about choosing your plan. And I tell my clients, look, I'm picking, you're picking a plan, not me, but you are picking your healthcare plan based on your own healthcare needs and your prescription drug requirements. I don't pick the plan for you, I don't need to, because I'm offering 10 plans now, and I have been for quite a few years. And if somebody's interested in a certain healthcare benefit, or if they want dental, vision, hearing, gym memberships, or hearing aid benefits, I'm gonna talk and educate them about what, what plans those exist in. One plan might only offer dental as far as preventative, but another plan might offer it as a rider, or you might have a little bit of both. You might have some preventative visits, but if you wanted more in-depth coverage, you might have to purchase it dental as a rider. Gym memberships exist in pretty much all plans. I'm gonna say all plans now, as of this year, 2020. And as far as telemedicine, which this year was ended up being huge. 
And in June, when the insurance companies went to CMS, the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid, or HHS, Health and Human Services, to get approvals for their plans for the following year, they do it about mid-year, uh, you know, making sure that they followed all regulations and premiums and everything, you know, they get their approvals through the government. Most of the plans included telemedicine, but there was one plan that didn't. And they didn't know that COVID was coming down the pipeline and towards the end of the year. And unfortunately, I think it was a, a huge miss for one of the companies because a, what is happening now is a lot of people are using telehealth, which they might not have used before because people, what, what Medicare eligibles taught me prior to COVID is they want that face-to-face. -face. That generation, uh, their, their dealings were by handshake. You know, it was a hand, they trusted people by looking in their eyes, uh, shaking their hand, and just the energy of the person, whether they wanted to continue to work with them or not, or whether they trusted them. But what COVID has taught us is that we need to be more flexible. Telehealth has become huge this year. I mean, that, that is one of the major changes that I think will stay constant, you'll see moving forward. And the doctor's offices have had to become more, not only more compliant, but more, um, what's the word I'm looking for? More- um, Flexible, I don't know. Well, yeah, flexible. Uh, so, I'll end there, Marnie, I guess, for right now. Okay, no, this is, this is very helpful information. Um, so what advice would you give to somebody who isn't Medicare eligible now, but they will be in the next year or so, and you said to start out a year out is, is a good thing. Is there anything a person can do ahead of time that will help make the process a little bit easier when they get to the eligibility age? Yes, thank you. Thanks for coming back around to that. So um, again, we talked about the Medicare and book and educating yourself, you know, a, a six months to a year out, reading the book, attending uh, seminars at the insurance companies may, um, they'll send you flyers, you'll see in the newspaper that they're having meetings with different insurance companies, but they're only talking about their plan. Mm -hmm. So attend the meetings, understand what the plans, how they work. Listen to what the people are saying in the audience, the other Medicare eligibles, the questions that they're asking. And then as you're moving closer to your uh, 65th birth month, all right, you're, you have a four month window prior to the age of you turning 65, three to four months. Four months prior, please call me. I can answer any questions you have about how this process works and to make sure you get started. That's four months prior to your 65th birth month or even four months prior to when you're leaving your employer coverage and you're thinking about retiring. Uh, then three months prior to your 65th birth month, if, if you are signing up for Medicare Part A and B because you're turning 65 or you've qualified because of a social security disability eligibility, three months prior, all right, the first two months of three months prior that you're turning age 65, you want to sign up for those benefits of within the first two weeks of three months prior because it's gonna take Social Security four to six weeks to get you in the system and to send you your card. Once you get that Medicare card in the mail with your Part A and Part B effective dates, 
that's when you call me because you have to be in what I call in the system registered with the benefits that you've earned, your Part A hospital, Part B doctor medical benefits. You have those, you're signed up for them. And now with me, you're purchasing additional insurances above and beyond what Medicare is offering you. You're purchasing the Medicare Advantage plans, could be, it's one of your choices, which are also called Part C plans. Your supplemental plans, which are also called Medigap plans, or your prescription drug plans, which are also called Part D. So that, those are what you're choosing, Medicare Advantage, Medigap, which are also called supplements in the prescription drug plans. You do those through an independent agent or a broker who sign you up. Again, we get paid from the insurance company, the carriers, a commission for helping you take you through this process and helping you to pick a plan and sign up for it. So do you have a sense of how Medicare may change as a result of the coronavirus? I think moving forward, uh, there, there will be more benefits opening up. Uh, you're gonna see more coverage for uh, preventative, for flu shots, viruses. I think you're gonna see all insurance companies will have the telehealth for 2021. And there, you know, there's already been some changes with, uh, and I've sent this through my newsletter that I put out, some changes with uh, what the government is covering and, and their flexibility as to uh, uh, what's going to be covered or what is going to be covered from coronavirus moving forward for the rest of the, 20, the year 2020. All right, boy, lots to, lots to go through. It's it seems very challenging um, to participate in this, and and it seems like I guess using your services is going to be can be very helpful for individuals as we get closer. I'm I have a long way to go, so I don't need your service right now. But uh, <laughs> what I'd like to offer is that we will add your phone number or uh, email for people to get in touch with you if they do have some questions regarding oh. that. We'll add it to the bottom of the screen when we're done. But thank you, Teresa. It's been it's been great having you on. I appreciate it. I know, again, we had some technical difficulties, but uh, I think the information is very valuable. So I'm very appreciative that you took the time today to spend with me. And everyone, please continue to stay healthy during this time. Every one of us has been impacted, but we will persevere as a community. We have proven that we are extremely resilient. Thank you very much.